What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Torrent, a podcast giving you discussions on music, movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined, as always, by Alan and Matt. Guys, we survived. We survived Thanos' apocalypse. I know. I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, well, at least the three of us are here, so I figured at least one of us would go, but we worked out, so. Yeah. How you guys doing? Doing good. Yeah, doing great. Eating some... Uh... Mulatto cookies, as Nick's grandma would refer to them. <laughs> it's racist, man. <laughs> and they are white and black, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> someone take us away from this conversation. Um, today we're talking about Avengers Infinity War. We're spoiling it. We're having some good discussions, and then we're going to get right into our Marvel Hero Draft. But more on that in a bit. Um, first, let's get into this week's weekly download. The weekly download is brought to you by Rosé. If you can't decide what kind of wine you want to be, just pour some red wine in with some white wine, mix that shit up, and call it Rosé. Classic. I love mixing some, uh, you know, some boxed wine. You get some Boda Box. You get some, uh, what's that other box? Other Franzia. Fra- Franzia. Franzia. Yeah. Franzia. <laughs> some Red Cat. Slap the bag. Call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, one time when we were in college, I'm pretty sure um, Connor, I know we've all played games with Connor before. Yeah. He, I swear, I remember this. He was playing Slap the Bag, and he was, like, going to town on it and slapping it so hard that the bag just, like, ripped and everything just spilled out. (laughs) So, uh, can't get too carried away when playing Slap the Bag. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, moving into the first uh, news piece of news this week uh red dead redemption 2 we've been mentioning it on a couple episodes of the show um released a new trailer uh what'd you guys think of the new gameplay trailer little clips of red dead redemption 2 i thought it looked awesome but um i want to see more gameplay i mean i guess that was all i guess that was all like in what's it called like in engine yeah it's in engine footage yeah yeah. But I want to see. I want to see like literally some like uh, the time where someone is playing. I want to see what the gameplay is like. I bet it's going to be awesome. Every um, all the stuff that's coming out make it look incredible. Sure. So I'm sure it won't disappoint. But I I'm just anxious to see that. I think it's gonna yeah. Be cool. And we'll we'll get that eventually. I think it's just too early yet. They're just doing cinematics to get you more involved in the story and the setting and and all that. So yeah, that makes but, sense. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I you know I'm I'm kind of where you are, Matt. I'm a I'm wait and see mode. Um, I want to see gameplay footage. I want to see walkthroughs, you know, the early walkthroughs of the game. Um, and I want to see some of the cool features and, uh, and abilities that you can have in this, in this like, open-world game. I'm just, yeah, excited to see this game, yeah. too. Like Matt was saying, once the gameplay footage kind of comes out, we'll get a better idea of how it's going to play out. So Sure. When it does, it's, I think we're all going to for sure buy it because they have, like, a whole posse thing, right? There's yeah. going to be, like, a whole posse system, and we can be, like, I just think that's going to be so me- I think, amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's a Rockstar game, so I think they're, they'll are probably have some sort of multiplayer element where, like GTA Five or whatever, you can get in a gang and you can all do missions together. So, yeah, I think we should be able to play it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, next, Fortnite Season 4 begins in Fortnite. Now they have uh, superhero skins to kind of go off of uh avengers and all the superhero movies and then also they had a little event going where there was a asteroid or something coming down uh heading towards tilted towers and uh uh they're doing something kind of crazy with that as well um what do you guys think we haven't played fortnite in a while but uh it's just skyrocketed in popularity um since we've kind of not played it (laughs) so what do you guys think wait Um, so the the asteroid thing is is like is it going to change the map a little I think so. It was like a special event. It's going to do something to the map. I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet about what that is or if it's happened. There's like a a crater now. Oh, is there? Okay. Like a weird name, like something like Dusty Divot or something like that. (laughs) Okay. But um, yeah, it is. uh, I'm really excited. In fact, you know, after we do the podcast, we usually um, play games. I wouldn't mind try. I wouldn't mind trying Fortnite a little bit because it does seem very different and. It is getting so popular, literally, that students, like all of my students, just play Fortnite at home. Yeah. Like, that's just that's all that's they do. That's just what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone, like uh, adults are playing it, kids are playing it. It's there. 
I think it's cool that they're now getting out all these cool customizable things because that's going to keep people coming back and stuff like that. So. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, next, moving on to some movies. Uh, there's a new Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer that debuted right after Infinity War came out. Um, have you guys had a chance to watch this, and what are your initial thoughts on it? Yeah, I did, I did get a chance to check it out, and it, it looks it looks very exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the thing I liked most about it is it seems like it's going to be a little bit more serious of a movie than like the, the first original one. Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is good. I think Ant-Man was like, like fun and funny and like good to watch and stuff. But sure. uh, I think it'll be kind of cool to see a little bit of a spin on it. And I think the Wasp just looks super cool and badass and stuff. So we need- yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how it fits in with um, Infinity War. You know, I think this is going to take place right before Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, and then are we going to see elements of what happens in Infinity War? We'll touch on more of that later. But are we going to see elements of what happens at the end of Infinity War carry over to Ant Man and the Wasp, Ant Man and the Wasp movie? Yeah. I also think, a, I'm sorry. I was go gonna ahead. say that's that's <clears throat> what I want to see. I want to see the carryover between Ant Man because I was kind of bummed Ant Man wasn't in Infinity yeah. War, just to see what where he would fit in. So. Right. I'm sure he, he's definitely gonna be in part two. I guess with it, whatever yeah. the next one is. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Alan? Oh, I, I just I think the the fight sequences look really kind of cool and unique in this too because you have the combo of the uh, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp kind of doing their thing where they. Get, bigger smaller and like do all these kind of cool uh fight scenes so yeah i'm interested to see that i think that's really the draw i think that's what makes makes it unique is the the way they choreograph the the fight sequences and the action sequences with like you said alan getting bigger getting smaller when necessary and how they utilize all that power so yeah cool um, all right, next, uh, Robin Hood. They're rebooting Robin Hood for the, like, one trillionth time, and this time it's starring Taron Egerton from uh, the Kingsman series and Jamie Foxx. You both had a chance to check this trailer out. What did you guys think? So I love Robin Hood. I think Robin Hood's one of my favorite, um, like, characters in literature and stuff sure. like that. He's so cool and so badass. And when they remade the one with, I think, Russell Crowe, right? Yeah. That was one of my favorite movies. That is such a freaking really? cool movie. Do, That's have interesting. You seen it? Yeah, I have seen it, and that was um, that was I don't think that was very divisive of a movie in terms of tone and and how what people expected it to be. But I did yeah. kind of like it. I dug it. I loved it. And then there's that one shot he does at the end where he like so far, oh, man, it's just yeah. so cool. So that movie was amazing. I loved everything about it. This one, um. I mean, Alan, you can comment on this in a second, but I think it looks more, um, like, flashy and more, I don't know, like, ADHD-ish, kind of. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? for sure. You, Very millennial. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, explosions, and there's, like, you know, I don't know. Slow motion weird. action sequences. Yeah, right. Over the and, like, top. jumping around and, like, spinning in midair. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. I was always- I was almost kind of saying it, it looked like what I wish uh, Assassin's Creed had been when that came out as a movie, where it's just got those really, really cool kind of slow-mo action scenes, and um, the cinematography just seems really cool and unique in it, and the lighting is just bright and perfect, and it looks like it's going to be like very, very uh, heavy design and chore- choreography in the, uh, the fight scenes, so it'll be cool. I liked how they gave him the shorter bow, and uh, he holds the arrows in his hand that he the same hand he holds the bow in um so he doesn't really have a quiver like so he's holding it in his hand so it's very like old english like short range like quick quick firing bow i thought it was a nice touch that we haven't seen from previous iterations of robin hood before so that's cool that they did that but then uh, did you notice when he's throwing them he's throwing a molotov cocktail and he's holding it in like what looks like a modern day beer bottle (laughs) Uh, it's like a metal (laughs) tank that he throws it at yeah there's, There's like, a metal so tank? The, yeah, do you remember that? Oh, At the end, I, he, he, I thought he was holding it in like a metal like glass thing. Maybe he was at one point, but I swear, I mean, we can we can fact check. Well, glass later. bottles <laughs> have been around forever, so you can't really be yeah, like, oh, it's look... a modern day, you know, alcohol bottle. Yeah, but yeah, like glass uh... bottles been around. Like glass <laughs> cups have been. They yeah, were like, sealing beer and things, and like they might have been. Glass blowing's been Actually, around forever. That's yeah. true. I don't really, I don't really know. So. <laughs> We'll fact, we'll that was such we'll a fact check it we'll get back minor detail not even a big deal but either way it looks pretty sweet I'm really what's it called when it. they make a correction to uh like an article or whatever there's like what's like the technical term do you remember 
Um, slipping my mind right now. I don't okay. remember. You know what I'm talking we'll about, to, though, right? We'll, 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 have to, we'll have to fact check that. Yeah, whatever that's called, we'll do it to. Yeah, to we'll this do it next right episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, next. Uh, Hasbro has acquired the Power Rangers. Um, yes. I don't know if you guys are big Power Ranger fans back in the day, I definitely yes. was. Um, and they also alluded to you know new games, new movies on the way now that Hasbro has it. So um, what do you guys think of this news? So Power Rangers is a very cool uh, idea, I think. And the games have been pretty sweet. Some, Well, some of them. Some of them. Yeah. I'm hoping they make like a, a Batman Arkham Knight type <sighs> fighting style. Or um, and that Lord of the Rings game, like that type of fighting style. Yeah. In a Power Rangers game. I, that would be awesome. Yeah, right. and you could choose cool. what color ranger you want to be, and you have different yeah. abilities based on or, the character. And, like, co-op and stuff, too, with, like, up to five or however How sweet would that be if you got, like, five of your friends, and you guys were each a color ranger, and you just did, like, missions and beat up parties and, sh- and had, stuff? And, that'd be awesome. Different, different ones had different, like, abilities and stuff, and you could, like... Level yeah, but oh like, my God. who's gonna be the pink ranger? The ranger that's like a frog. Like, somebody's gonna get shafted in that. Dude, you fucking with Adam? Don't mess with Adam. Adam's, Adam's the <laughs> I'm best. Just, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. It's just... I, I think if they make it cool, like they could make Power Rangers badass in a video yeah. game. Yeah. And that is what I would be excited for. Yeah. So, cool. Hopefully, that. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm, I'm ex- oh, go ahead. Sorry, Alan. Oh, I'm just excited for this reboot. I'm like, I think I've been a Power Ranger as like a Halloween costume more than any other costume I've had. Yeah. Growing up, and this would just be sweet to have it like get rebooted and be more of like appeal to adults, appeal to like our generation, and yeah. I would just love that. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, next, uh, Post Malone dropped a new album. We kind of talked about it a little bit last time on the uh, on the show. Um, have you guys been able to listen to any more of it? And uh, give us some more of your deeper thoughts. Maybe give us a, a rating. Yeah, I did have a chance to check this out. Uh, I know I kind of gave it a shout out in the last episode. Sure. And uh, so I gave it a more thorough listen, and uh, I did really enjoy it. Actually, this this uh, album just it has a very good vibe to it, where you can just kind of sit down and listen to it, and it just kind of uh, it doesn't really pump you up. It doesn't really. It's not like a traditional rap album where it's like very in your face or like mm-hmm. you know really intense verses. It's just a little more chill, and it's almost like you're listening to like a nice electronic album or something like that, mm. but with a, a nice rap uh, influence into it. And so uh, I, I did really enjoy it. Um, it was just kind of nice, easy listen, and it uh, you know it had some of the big songs on it like uh, Rockstar and uh, uh, Psycho was on here as well. Okay. Um, but some of even even the other songs were just kind of nice, and uh, he definitely has a very unique sound, and he sticks to that sound, so it was cool. Nice. You got a, a rating for us, or you're not quite there um, yet? You want to give it a couple more listens? No, I think I would give this a solid uh, four out of five battles of meat. Oh, wow. Okay, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I thought it over, overall as an album, it was just really well put together, and he didn't try to do too much with it. So, yeah. Nice. I listened to it a little bit, but um, I liked it overall. I like just like the instruments that are used mostly in that type of rap. Like, if the background music sounds really good to me, um, I'll pretty much like the song no matter what. So cool. I felt that way on most of his songs. So pretty nice. cool. I, I agree. It's an easy listen. Or like you can just pop it and you don't have to be like in a super mood or like kind of ready to go out or anything. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out and comment later for sure. Cool. Um, all right. Moving to some music picks. Last week we talked about musicals. So, and then I think we had agreed upon to pick a song from a musical for our music picks this week. So that's what we're going to do. So, um, Alan, why don't you start us off here? Sure. Uh, my music pick for musicals was uh, You're Welcome from Moana by uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, <laughs> this is just like like hands down my favorite Disney song. Uh, the Rock just kills it. Like You don't expect The Rock to be able to sing, and he, he does, and he freaking nails the part. Yeah. And it's just a funny song, and I know every word to it because I've heard it a million times. And it's, <laughs> it's just great. Um, yeah, I thought he did a great job. Uh, is there anything The Rock can't do? Like, Doesn't seem like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jeez. Um, that's a good one if you want to be sassy to people too. You can just start singing "You're Welcome" to them, and they're like, "Ah, fuck you, man." <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I had Ray Charles and the Blues Brothers uh, "Twist It" uh, from the Blues Brothers movie. Uh, this is my favorite song out of the whole movie. It's just it's a feel good song about 
different types of dance moves and showing you how to just to like let loose and and just uh and just dance so it, it walks you through sort of walks you through um all these famous dance moves like the monkey the alligator the watuzi and uh the part of the movie's awesome they're at like ray's music exchange like this music store and like everyone on the whole block just starts dancing in the street and it's it's awesome. Like it's just it's 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 a cool um cool musical moment. So I threw that one on there. Yeah, it's a classic right there. Yeah. I have to watch that watch that video. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, do it, man. I think you'd like it. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Cool. Sweet. All right. Um my pick was Hair Up, which is in the Trolls movie by Justin Timberlake, Gwen Stefani, and Ron Funches. Yeah, which... comedian Ron Funches. Yeah. Pretty cool. So um <laughs> Uh, it's a really cool song. It has what? What did we figure out that song was called? Um, oh, like the in the Hall of the Monkey. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it has that going on, like that. Yeah. In the background, and it has like a really awesome trap beat going on in the background, and <laughs> um, it's like a weirdly good song. So really like that one. That was my pick. Good picks, guys. Yeah, definitely. As always, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at the Torrent Pod on Twitter and Facebook, and email us at thetorrentpodcast at gmail All right, so let's get into our Infinity War review. I want to preface this by saying this is a full-on spoiler review. Uh, so if you haven't seen the movie, you probably just want to skip ahead to our Marvel Hero Draft um, because we are spoiling the shit out of this movie. So there might even be some spoils in the Marvel Hero Draft. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. So go. So pause. Pause our episode. <laughs> yeah. Go see the movie. Come back and join us. Yes. Yes. Tread very carefully. Um, all right, guys. So to start off the conversation about Infinity War, this was like a culmination of ten years of Marvel superhero movies. Started way back in two thousand eight with Iron Man. Now we're here. Um, Thanos, who was uh, kind of teased in Avengers One is now finally here. He's here to take over the world. Well, not take over. He's here to eradicate half the universe's population for the sake of peace and prosperity. Um, And I want to start by getting some of your overall initial thoughts on the movie before we dive deep into some of our favorite moments. So just give us your overall reaction first. Yeah, I think overall this movie was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that really, really stood out to me that I just loved from beginning to end was I remember seeing trailers for this movie and thinking, how the hell are they going to fit this many superheroes into one movie? <laughs> I know. Like, it's just going to be a, like a clusterfuck of just heroes everywhere. Yeah. And they nailed it. The The story arcs that they put in and the way they separated up the heroes, it just made sense. Mm-hmm. And the way they introduced them and had them grouped was just, like, spectacular. And it made a nice flow of the, the story. And they just did a really, really, really good job with it. And it made mm-hmm. it really easy to watch. So, yeah, I really appreciated it for that. So. Okay, so I agree. I, I really like that. I loved that. The I love when villains are are not just like pure evil just because i like when they have like um sympathetic qualities and stuff like that and thanos was very a really really awesome villain he's just super cool and you sort of get where he's coming from because his planet's population was eradicated due to uh like the population cap and like not enough resources and stuff like that so you totally understand where he's coming from and like whenever two weekends ago, whenever when we were at Zach's bachelor party and we saw the the movie together, like later that night we spent like t- I think we might I might have talked about this in the last episode. We spent like two maybe an hour and a half talking about like how insane that is and like how deep it was and like like it it was just it's such a deep issue and it's like um I don't know it's just very cool that it was like brought up in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree with both you guys. I was impressed with this movie a ton because with movies like um like i like the lighter tones of the movies but i tend to gravitate towards the more darker serious movies i just feel like those are just better films like your captain america winter soldier and and all that so when i saw civil war a while back i wasn't really impressed with that movie because I felt like they pulled a lot of punches. There wasn't really a lot of stakes. And I felt with Infinity War, they really made you feel like there were 
legit stakes to this movie and that like there were going to be consequences and i'm really glad they kind of went there um especially with this being such a, an important film in the franchise um so that i was really impressed with and then there's so many great um great moments in this movie and you know like alan like you said like how they how they were able to incorporate all these heroes that we've seen in individual movies into one movie with it was it was insane and i'm i'm really happy that they they got it done you know what i mean um can we talk for a second about star lord and how upset he was about um gamora sure we I mean, we talked about this two weekends ago about how like they were so close to getting that glove off yes. and he could not contain himself right for another maybe 10 seconds right before he had to punch this guy in the face <laughs> I mean, this was pretty divisive in when we were all talking about it like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe, like, I totally understand that you're so mad at him because he killed your girlfriend and you were super in love with her. But, like, sure. well, now you just ruined everything. You ruined everything, Star-Lord. I agree. But here's the thing. So we saw Doctor Strange do 14,605,000 scenarios or whatever using the time uh, gem time stone and he said there's one we only win in one so do you think that that action they were on that path to making that like they're still on the path to defeating thanos like you're still in that one scenario so they needed everything that already happened was supposed to happen so by star lord freaking out and messing up the plan he's actually they're on the right track to begin with they're gonna get there okay so i I do kind of agree with that. Okay. And um, we also really talked about a lot of um, how he just gives him the time stone. Yeah. Like, what the heck? But he, he, I can't remember what it was now, but he said something like, like, we're in the end game now or something. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah. Something like that. And like, um, like we think that there's, or like, I mean, I, I, I think that there's like a bigger plan in play here. Yes. And, um, for sure. I mean, because in the beginning of the movie, he said he was going to spare, he wasn't going to spare Tony Stark or Spider-Man's life for the stone. And then he ends up doing just that. Um, So I think that it's all part of the plan. It's all what needs to happen for them to ultimately win. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe like the one thing that he didn't account for was maybe uh, possibly Thor missing at the very end there. Like maybe that was kind of where he saw like everything kind of coming together and Thanos uh, in, a, in his moment of like glory, all of a sudden, you know, letting his guard down and then getting hit. Maybe just right. that was kind of like the the thing that he didn't account for or something. So, oh, true, true. Because you you would think Doctor Strange kind of saw everything that was going to happen and knew what needed to happen. So if something was off course, he would have just kind of called it there. But right. You know. Can we talk about real quick? I'm oh, sorry, Nick. Oh, go ahead. Real quick, when Thor got the um, the Stormbreaker, I think they called yeah. it. Like jumps down into the battlefield and like so. Ex- like that was freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's so so with that being said, let's get into some of our top moments. So Matt, okay, you start yeah. with that. Uh, let's that's, talk about our top my... moments in the film. So that was probably my top, my number one top moment when okay. he comes back and that thing that the axe is like spinning around and looks like chain lightning, all these things. Yes. And then just like I'm, I'm pretty sure I actually got goosebumps, and it was so freaking awesome. Yes. And that part, I was like, oh yeah, this is badass as hell. <laughs> so that was my top moment. Nice, Alan. How about you? Uh, I think my time moment was actually a little bit darker, but it was when uh, uh, Thanos was going for the uh, shoot. I forget which stone it was now. The Soul oh Stone, gosh. I believe. Okay. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, and uh, Gamora was basically like, "Ha, you lose! Like, you don't care about anything. You don't love anything in this world." Yeah. And then you like have that realization that, like, okay, well, Thanos is actually like, like he has some human elements to him. Like, he feels, he loves, it, and he like kills Gamora, and you're just like, you realize that he is there's a lot more to him than just a desire for power or a desire to like see his things through. Like he has weaknesses and he has feelings and like, it was a very like emotional and a very like humbling moment in the story. So yeah, that was a, you can kind of see that coming, but I think it was acted really well, especially with, um, uh, Zoe Saldana who plays Gamora. I think she, she played that real well, um, acting wise to make us really, uh, to sell it. Um, Cool. Yeah, my favorite moment. I'm gonna kind of go off a of mat. Um, that whole battle in Wakanda scene, where the dogs are trying to get through the barrier, and then they're lining up, 
and they're all in formation and then they run out and Black Panther's like running like because he's got like he's got the Black Panther power so he can run really fast and then Captain America kind kind of comes up with them and that whole battle I was getting Lord of the Rings vibes through the whole thing like I haven't seen a battle like that since the Lord of the Rings movies like that that scale and uh, yeah I was just I was really surprised to see something like that in this movie I wasn't expecting it and uh, a lot of people said it was kind of a throwaway scene there you know you didn't you didn't really need it to advance the plot at all but I just I love that scene and I like I said I was getting a lot of Lord of the Rings vibes with it and I'm like oh this is sweet and I got the chills too like you did Matt especially when you know when they when the the two armies finally clash and they hit each other and like Captain America's beating the shit out of people and Winter Soldier's shooting everybody and it's uh, Winter Soldier picks up like Groot and he's like spinning yeah or not Groot I'm sorry Rocket, Rocket? Yeah, yeah yeah um it was awesome and then uh one of my favorite lines of the movie is when Mantis is like uh uh, what'd she say? Uh, oh yeah, we kick names and take ass. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then Drax is behind her and he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the whole interaction between uh, Star-Lord and Thor too. I think that's really oh, funny. That was, when he starts, yeah, when he starts mimicking was... Thor's voice and stuff, I think that and was then, just a funny exchange. And then yeah. he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's copying me. <laughs> Star-Lord <laughs> says that? I love that. Yeah, that was great. Andy Dwyer. <laughs> Yeah, good old Andy <laughs> That's Dwyer. Like Andy Dwyer moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, now let's get into some things you you didn't like in the movie, if there was any. It doesn't have to be a long long part, but uh, yeah, was there anything that you guys didn't like? I think one of the things that uh, I wasn't crazy about was the whole story arc with Thor um, going to get the axe. Okay. Uh, to slay Thanos and stuff. I just it was just kind of like weird to me. I don't, like they kind of go to that area where they meet. Um, for lack of a better name, Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. Uh, as like <laughs> the, the giant thing, Yeah. Yeah. As the giant dwarf, and they kind of go through that whole thing to like get the like Stormbreaker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get the Stormbreaker and get that like furnace activated and stuff. Yep. And then like they go through all this like story behind it, and then it kind of just has its single moment where it hits Thanos for a little bit, and then it doesn't really do anything, and then it kind of fizzles out. It just it was a little bit disappointing, I think, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to have that whole thing, but. I feel like they kind of just used it as a way to get get the characters kind of in and doing something else. Sure. So. Yeah. I wonder if that will have a bigger play in the part in the next, um, the, like maybe the next movie. Because that axe was definitely badass as hell. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. So. Um, I, mine, my one thing I didn't like was very similar to what Alan said is when in that story arc, which I thought was fine for the most part. Yeah. Um, when that when like they make the thing and that guy is like where's the handle where's the handle i'm gonna be like dude you do this for a living literally like it's a planet and you're scrambling around like a little bitch looking for this handle that you misplaced and then groot has to be like oh groot like sacrificing his arm like i was like that's weird but i mean when he got the axe it was really cool so yeah for sure but that one part i was just like this seems weird like they're just trying to find a way to make groot not so useless in this movie yeah so. Well, he was he was messing people up in the battle scene. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. But um, yeah, I just thought that part was a little weird. Yeah, I, I agree. I like um, I liked the whole forge part. I thought it was a cool thing. I wish it wasn't as long of a segment as it was, but I do like that story element of him getting a new weapon. And I didn't mind the the Groot sac- you know, cutting off his arm for it to be the handle. I kind of think it makes it cool going forward being like oh yeah that's Groot's arm that's cool um i i liked it personally but um i i didn't really like peter dinklage's character um i thought he played it kind of too i don't know i he he's a good actor i just think he played it too weird i think yeah it it was definitely off a little bit yeah something to meld right some of the line delivery didn't really work for me and his whole but yeah yeah so i think that was the thing i didn't like the most Mm -hmm. um but yeah so before we give our official rating here what are some thoughts on the marvel movies going forward what do you think comes next because you know half half of the characters get wiped out we're kind of back down to the original six ish avengers um 
we don't know what happens to Ant-Man and the Wasp. We haven't seen Hawkeye in this movie. Um, what do you guys think? Where do they go from here? Nick, why don't you, uh, why don't you take this one, actually? Give okay, us yeah, you, yeah, I'll start. You're, you're pretty good at speculation. So. <laughs> um, so, obviously, in the post credit scene, we see hints of um, Sam Jackson's character getting uh, in touch with Captain Marvel. You know, right at the end there. So she's definitely playing a factor in the next one, I think. Um, like I said, you're, Captain America's still there. Iron Man's still there. Black Widow's still around. Um, like I said, Hawkeye's still in the picture. We don't know what, about Ant-Man, but pretty much... And Bruce, uh, Bruce Banner, Hulk, um, they're still around. So I think they're going to do something where um, you got the original team of Avengers, Thor 2, uh, you got the original team of Avengers. They're going to go off and they're going to, with Captain Marvel, I think they're going to try to do something to defeat Thanos. And I think some of them are ultimately going to sacrifice themselves. So then you get all the new Avengers like Black Panther and Spider-Man and all those like new, newer heroes that were introduced to. I think they can take center stage down the line. And whether Captain America and Iron Man die or they just kind of retire after the the next movie i think that's kind of where they're going to go with it so yeah it's kind of interesting thought to think that you know maybe there's going to be this kind of cycle where you know those these old heroes that we've had since like like you said 2008 where like the first iron man came out maybe those are just starting to kind of go out of fashion or and they're going to kind of move those out and bring in some new ones and kind of yeah. freshen things up a little bit so this is kind of how they're the vehicle in which they're doing that yeah wouldn't that be funny if uh um nick fury pagered Captain Marvel, but she was gone because she got slain by Thanos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, fake out. She's actually yeah. gone too. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to somehow explain that away, but uh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty yeah. I My prediction, um, or my speculation, I guess, is that to beat Thanos, they're going to have to like somehow make him beat himself. Mm. Maybe they're going to play like, a mental game on him because... He's. I feel like he's sort of vulnerable mentally now because he had to kill Gamora. Oh, and I remember the reason I thought this is because remember when he he, have, he has that one vision and he sees little girl, little girl version of Gamora. Yeah. And she's like, "Did you?" I can't remember what she said. She's like, "Did you um? Did you do everything you needed? Or like, did you fulfill your destiny or something?" Yeah. He was like, "Yes." And she's like, "What did it cost?" Or something like that. And he's like, "Everything." Yeah. And I wonder I feel like that's how they're gonna how they're gonna beat him is like he's gonna have to beat himself or they have to like mm. um, you know, do something like that. So um I will give you this tidbit. I did uh read a couple articles about some of the what people know of the next movie already. The next movie being the next Avengers movie. Okay. And I don't know how this is all gonna play uh play together yet, but they are refilming some scenes from all the way back to um, Avengers 1. So I think there's going to be something where multiple timelines and then like they're going to go back and like maybe Ant-Man's in the past and he's got something to do with like Avengers 1 battle. Like he's hopping around somewhere and causing chain reactions. And I think they're going to play with the timeline a little bit and... uh, yeah, I, I think they're going to do something crazy like that. I'm going to be really interested to see how they tie it all together, whether it's separate timelines or it's the same timeline, just one character's back in time and affecting everything else that's going to ultimately change the end result of Infinity War. Ooh, maybe that's what like Doctor Strange actually knew and like he, he accepted that like he had to die and suffer like whatever to play out. So Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. That will be neat um cool so with that uh why don't you guys give me your official rating for avengers infinity war i will give it i mean i'm gonna give it four and a half bottles of mead out of five Mm -hmm. but it's interesting because i don't know i mean it it was very thought-provoking it was had awesome action it was it was like almost three hours long and i remember thinking like let's go on a little bit longer and i wouldn't hate it that'd be cool (laughs) so i don't know maybe i should give it five then because i feel like that's yeah, I'll give it a five. I'll give it five bottles of mead. Okay. Um, I don't normally feel that way about movies, so props to that movie and the people that made it. Nice. Alan, how about you? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four and a half out of five. Uh, I mean, I agree with Matt that it was a very well put together movie with a great story and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess my only 
my only personal thing against it was uh, I do really like movies with resolution, like a very concrete resolution. And this just led into a, a sequel. And that's fine. I mean, there's no issue with that. It's just when I see a movie that uh, I prefer, it has a very distinct opening, very distinct closure. And this one's right. just a little open-ended at the end. So, um, Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I would also give it a four and a half out of five uh, bottles of mead. Um, this isn't a totally complete movie. Like, you know there's going to be more. You can't just kill half your heroes and then say, okay, that's it, we're done. Um, <laughs> so from a movie perspective, you know, structure isn't really there. And it's just another movie in the line of the continuous stream of movies that they they release. So um, to be objective, I have to say, you know, it's it's not a perfect movie. Some things didn't work for me, but most of it did. And I really, really like this movie. So uh, four and a half out of five. Nice. Yeah, nice, guys. Um, all right. Now, with that being said, let's get into our Marvel Hero Draft. Um, we are going to pick the best team of superheroes, and they are all going to be within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So anything, any hero that has been in any of the previous 10 years of Marvel movies, that's who we get to pick from. Um, we, and then we're going to make them fight each other. And we're going to make them fight each other. Uh, <laughs> we are going to be using this little website called SuperheroDB.com slash Team Battle, uh, where you can put in your team once we draft everybody, and then we can simulate who would win out of the two. So we'll give you the results next time on the show. Wait, can I ask a question? Are we <laughs> picking our favorite heroes, or are we picking the heroes we think would be most successful in a fight? I'm leaving that up to you guys. Yeah, is there really a difference? Like Yeah. Yeah, there is because. Well, for some people, like, Ant Man is cool, but I would definitely not pick Ant Man in a fight. Well, how do you know? He has he has weaknesses and strengths. He could beat somebody else. Like maybe he could beat the the Hulk. He can get so small yeah. the Hulk. Well, technically, yeah. he can get, he can shrink. Are you really gonna pick Ant Man? Is that really one of your tops? Is Ant Man? <laughs> you guys well, no, pick I mean, who you want, cool and we'll character. figure it out. Okay. If you I'm really wanted to get yeah, if you really wanted to get sweaty, I mean, I'm sure there's. I do. Like, actual. I love that. Like nerdy, oh, you know what I mean. Like there's, you could you could make a case for anybody, like hypothetically. But no, we're just yeah. picking our favorites, Matt. And then we're just happy to see it when they. That's fight. what I was gonna go with. Anyway. Is right. it? Are we making the top three fight or the top three and the flex pick fight? No, and the flex. Wait, and the wait, flex. Okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why not? No, we should just do the top three because the flex pick is I like. Agree. And can I please pl- pick someone from the Black Order for my flex pick? No. No, Come it's superheroes, dude. It's, it's superheroes. He was basically a superhero. Look, Ebony Maw was sweet. I know you liked Ebony Maw, Matt. But listen, Ugh. he got sucked out of a uh, of a freaking spaceship, so he sucks. Right. Well, <laughs> my real flex pick is Ebony Maw. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Power Swords, <laughs> Penis, Baba Booey. <laughs> I have this out. I have this out. <laughs> Matt, Matt's gone off the My real flex pick is Ebony Maw. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, before we get into this, so we determined draft order this time by going to uh, this website that's been floating around called didthanoskill.me, and it pretty much determines whether um, you would have been killed by Thanos or spared by Thanos. So um, we both drew it. Uh, Matt got killed instantly. Uh, Alan and I survived, so we had to play a round of categories, Marvel hero style, until one of us, uh, one of us lost, so... Um, I will be picking first this draft, finally. Uh, Adam will be picking second, and then Matt will be picking third. <laughs> All right. Um, so with my first pick, guys, uh, every team needs needs a leader. Uh, he needs to be tried and true with his beliefs, and he needs to be on point, and he, he needs to fight like a badass and look like a total badass. And he did an Infinity War, so I am picking Captain America with my first pick. It's a very Nick pick. That you know, is. Nick is, Nick is one hell of an American, so. Yeah, true American. <laughs> true American. <laughs> true American. Um, Ooh, that's, that's a good coming pick. Up, coming I, up on the podcast, we play a yeah, live version yeah. of True American. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Captain America was cool. I like the whole double double arm shield thing. Yeah. Very sweet. His beard was sick. That was a sick That's beard. what I'm talking about. He looked like yeah. a bamf. Yeah. Yeah, he was crushing it. Okay. Very cool. cool. Alright, Alan. Uh as my first pick, I'm gonna go with my boy Thanos. Nurse Norman. Uh, no, no. Oh gosh. You you Slytherin. Classic no. Slytherin pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, um 
As my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, this is probably the superhero that I identify with most, and I just think that oh, he's what I was about to be like. Why are you? Gonna... But actually, I really like him too. That's a I I agree with that. That's cool. Yeah. No, I think. But no, I I rescind my scoff. No, I I love the Doctor Strange movie. Um, I think it was very interestingly done, and I I think his control over time and his like kind of more mathematical and scientific mind really appeals to me. So mm-hmm. uh, he's much more of a calculated person. And uh, that's how I want my team to be. So Nice. Um, my first pick is probably going to be Thor because oh, Thor was so badass in that movie and that the new Stormbreaker is super freaking sweet. Um, I, th- I mean, he is God, basically. So I think he's going to be like a major point in the, in the next movie. Nice. So I pick Thor. Okay. Wow. When he came out with that Stormbreaker, I think I was literally erect. So <laughs> I had to go with him first. So um, that's a great pick, Matt. You you stole my my second pick. Actually, it was going to be okay. Thor. I thought, um, you know, I didn't really like Thor that much in the first two movies. I thought once Ragnarok came out, that elevated everything for me. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. I thought they just changed his character for the better, and uh, he just became such a badass. So yeah, love mm-hmm. it. Good pick. Sweet. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> all right. For my next pick, I think I got to go with, um, yeah, uh, I got to go with uh, Iron Man. Uh, Tony Stark, no. uh, he could really? be a dick sometimes, but like he always thinks through all the scenarios and he always seems to have a, a backup plan. Case in point being, uh, you know, he had a Spider-Man Iron Man. Iron Spider suit ready to go, and uh, he's always got something up his sleeve. And uh, you know, I always feel like I'm not—I don't really identify with uh, with Iron Man, but he always impresses me with the stuff they come up with in terms of the suits and everything. So, going Iron Man. Cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, for my next pick, I'm going to uh, break into the X Men universe. Ooh, yeah, nice. Go ahead and pull in uh, Charles Xavier. Oh, dude! Uh, I see the theme you've got here. Yep. Yeah, that is smart. Yeah. Very cool. Wow! Uh, just, just an incredible X Men, incredible person, oh and my very, very well calculated, well thought out, and uh, yeah. Very nice pick, man. Very oh, nice. Man. Well, oh God, do I want to change mine now? I know. I'm starting to. I'm like it's like a chess shit. game right now. It Damn. is. It is a little bit of a chess game shit. Yeah, you're right. Magneto? Do I have to pick Magneto? <laughs> you might have to, yeah. <laughs> he's, not a, he's not a good guy, though. Actually. Oh, true. He's not a hero. Oh, right. come he's, on. He's out of the... Yeah, he's out of the... He's out of the... Uh, he's okay, out of, right, you're right, you're right. Well, he was at one point, wasn't he? So does that count? <laughs> no, it doesn't. So technicality. <laughs> a loophole. Um, <clears throat> my second pick is going to be Scarlet Witch. Ooh, nice. Um, in, uh, in Infinity War, she was badass... She would throw those like little like those little things and she was like, oh, like a little like a baseball sized thing. Mm-hmm. And it would like explode and like shoot them back. They were so badass. And then she was just super cool with like the mind thing and she had the whole thing with vision where they were like basically fucking with their brains and it was just like Whoa. What? Wait, say that again. What uh, part what part are you talking about? Wait. When she destroyed the stone. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was penetration and you know it, so <laughs> Cut to the stone exploding. Yeah. <laughs> so exploding. Uh, talk about a climax, okay? And then, worse than that. trick, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was. Especially because Thanos brings him back, and it's like, whoop, you're back. That orgasm never happened, and I'm going to rip it out of your face. So, um, anyway, that was a tangent, because yeah. I picked Scarlet Witch anyway. Um, so, yeah, she was sweet and hot, so. Nice. The third Olsen twin, by the way, I think. Or the uh, third Olsen sibling. For real? Yeah, it's Elizabeth Olsen. I think she's like Mary-Kate and Ashley's sister or something like that. What? I'm pretty sure. Cool. But I, or I could just be generalizing anyone with the last name Olsen. Like, yeah, she's related to the... Yeah. <laughs> it's like 20,000 Olsen siblings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, we'll wow, you're right, Nick. Oh, am right. I? Yes. Yeah. Wow, she obviously turned out much better than they did. Yep, for real. Hey, she's 29. 
says says Matt in a fully committed relationship. <laughs> yeah. Well, not for me. I'm just for all the <laughs> just keeping it on there. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, for my third pick, um, man, Alan threw a curveball in with some X Men. He opened up uh, that whole X Men universe. So yeah. Did, yeah. Um, dang. All right, so <laughs> I gotta go with. Yeah, um, I gotta go with my boy Iceman from the X Men. Uh, mm. He's got really sweet powers. Man, uh, you got some clashing personalities in your team there. Yeah, there's gonna be such such struggles. Internal yeah. turmoil, you know. Um, got some drama there. <laughs> I got some. Yeah, I know. I realized that after I chose Iron Man, but whatever. Um, yeah, Iceman's really cool. He's got he can change his body temperature. He can make like this cool ice slide. He's got ice powers. Um, I think he's one of the strongest X Men. I think if you read the comics, um, yeah, they did him kind of dirty in the movies, but still like him. So, Iceman. Yeah, he wasn't too bad in the movies. I enjoyed yeah. watching. Cool. Cool. Uh, for my last of my uh, hero pick before the flex picks, I'm going to go with. Uh, in the, in the spirit of the theme, Bruce Banner, also known as the Incredible Hulk. Oh my God! Uh, it's got so, brains and brawn. I know. Yeah. So yeah, kind of just rounding out the team a little bit there. You got uh, some of the you know three of the most probably arguably inte- intelligent guys in the Marvel universe, and then you know a little bit of a uh, uh, if we need it shape shape shifting to a, a stronger mm-hmm. stronger foe. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good pick, man. That's a that's a powerhouse. It's a good team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. Yeah. Here we go, Matt. Last pick. Well, I want to change it now, but I'm going to stick with it anyway because it's, I went with my gut. Um, my third <laughs> pick is going to be Black Panther because I think Black Panther is just super badass and really yeah. cool. cool. Yeah. And um, He's got the like, infinite resources of Wakanda, so yeah. Yeah, right. And anytime they show Wakanda, I'm just like, man, this this place is so freaking awesome. I know. It's like the coolest like fictional city ever. It's just so badass. And all the warriors are badass and all the tribes are now like cooperating they're badass so mm-hmm. everything about that is cool black panther is really sweet yeah, and he's a good really. guy so I yeah pick, pick him nice some solid teams there all right we're picking a flex right yeah 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 all right um but it's not part of the fight right we agreed on that why not no i think not because if it's a flex that's like a it's like a sub yeah exactly we like we want to pick the the starters you know but they could yeah. be an x factor like you know what I mean? Like it could be a, like a wild uh, card. All right. I don't know. I'm kind of against the flex. Well, we'll pick it with or without the flex, and we'll see what the difference in battles are. But yes, okay. Sure. So okay. Um, there's so <laughs> many heroes to choose from. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we need to go. Oh, dang, this is such a hard pick. It's just a flex pick. It's not that Dude, bad. Dude, I know. I'm just trying to round out my team really well. Um, I mean, the, we're, it, the top three are all that matters. So the flex pick's just for, you know. This is moral, like fantasy baseball, but but not as hard. I, I know. Fantasy <laughs> baseball's like. Imagine this every day. I know. <laughs> Literally for 162 days. This is Yeah, this is just your moral support pick. Like, yeah. Bring the group yeah, back like, together. Someone who's going to cheer them on, basically. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got Captain America, team leader. I got Iron Man, co-team leader with uh, some cool tech. I got Iceman, our, my mage, if we're going off uh, RPG strats and everything. I need <laughs> I need an AoE kind of guy, and I think... <gasps> I know who you should pick. I think I'm going to have to go with my boy, Clint Barton. I'm going to go Hawkeye. Okay. Under hey, underrated superhero, but he's always the man. Shout out Jeremy Renner for not being in this damn movie because you're the best. Damn. Going you Hawkeye. Just, you just swept up my my flex pick. I was oh, gonna sneak that one yes. in. Damn. Nick, you should have okay. picked Storm because Storm Ooh, is Storm's AOE. Storm is crazy. Yeah, for real. All right. Cool. With a with my flex pick, I'm going to go ahead and pick Drax. Ooh, nice. As a just kind of muscle man, bring humor to the group. Uh, okay. Invisible kinda, guy yeah. in the world. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'm actually gonna pick Mantis. Because Ooh. Okay. She was pretty cool, and I don't think I have. I don't have anyone with like tele. Well, the Scarlet Witch have like telepathic things. Not really, no. 
So that's why I pick Mantis. And if she's going to be the cheerleader and going to be like not in the fight, I feel like she'd be good for that. Dude, that's and a hell of a support pick right there. Like, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. I was pretty happy with that. It was I mean, a, she's you know, the reason why they were able to seduce Thanos for right? a little bit. Yeah. So that's a good move. And that was cool. And she's also, like in the comics, I'm pretty sure she's like a trained martial artist. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Dang. Mm. All right, All guys. Right. Nice. Oh, man. Guys, I wish there was like a video game. Oh, wait a minute. There is kind of. But... A fighting video game that has all these in them? Uh, I mean, like Marvel vs. Capcom? Yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah. But it wouldn't have all of these in it, would they? No, would probably not. Most, but not all. Yeah. We could do that. Well, we'd have to buy it. I don't thing. think like Charles Xavier or like Doctor Strange are going to be in that. So. There no, was okay. a game, and it might even be on Steam still. I think it was called uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where uh, you had like a, a whole group of heroes, and you could team up. You could make like custom teams, and it depend like if you had all X Men or if you had certain characters together, you get a power up bonus, and it's like an adventure game, like a dungeon, like um, think uh, uh what's like Diablo the, or something. Diablo, yeah, Diablo meets Marvel, yeah, yeah, kind of that. Thing. Oh, cool. Oh wait, I've played this, and it's yeah. um, you control like a team, and it's like point or um, like the clicking, and like it's almost like a strategy game kind of thing. Yeah, um, I think it might still be on Steam. But yeah, I think it it's multiplayer, so you can each take a character. Like that's kind of cool. Whoa, guys! Why don't we play that? Well, I mean, this yeah. is not for not for the podcast, but just for just in general. <laughs> yeah, for just fun. for something something different. Yeah, sure. Oh my god, it's seventy five percent off right now. Oh, nice. Okay. Although it's got really mixed reviews, like literally fifty percent. Um, I've I've played it when it first came out, like on Xbox or whatever, and I did enjoy it. So I would say I review that game positively. But anyway, anyway, that's a, we can talk about this after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll come. We'll be back next time, giving you uh, the results of the draft battle, uh, and then also we're going to be talking about game. We're going to have another um, game changer episodes. This time we're going to be talking about first person shooters. So we're going to pick uh, games that we think changed the game. We're revolutionary in first person shooters. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Well, that's it for this episode of The Torrent. Thank you all for listening. Download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service. If you want to get in contact with us, feel free to send us an email, thetorrentpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Torrent Pod. We'll see you guys next time.